Nasty girl. Scandalous. Insatiable. All real free. Hello, hello, hello! It's your girls, Kat and Marissa, your favorite people on social media. And this week, we're going to kick it off with some juicy details. It's a pretty beautiful day in New York. We're thriving. We're killing it. We're having a really great week. And I know we start off all of our episodes with the mess of the week. But Marissa and I talked about it. We're feeling grateful. We don't have many messes going on right now that we need to like spill or we need to just let it all out. But we did have a mess happen on Saturday. I'm talking cleanup on Avenue A. Is that in Brooklyn? Is Avenue A in Brooklyn? Somewhere in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, there needs to be a cleanup. We have a, a mess. major cleanup. And this is this is a collaborative mess and it honestly wasn't our own. We were just witnessing <laughs> it together. So, that was Kat, the best part. <laughs> honestly, I kind of loved for us that it wasn't our mess this time. Why yeah. Don't, why don't you give us a little rundown on how we got into this sticky situation. Pretty sticky. So on Saturday, Marissa and I actually got to see each other after... mm, Way too long, girl. Way too long. I can't even put like a timeline on it, how long it's been, but it's been a while. So we met up at a super cutie bar in Brooklyn and she brings around her roommate. We love her. Great gal. And we were all just chilling, hanging out. Marissa's roommate kind of tells us that she sees a guy from across the bar and she's like I have been dating him she looks he looks familiar she received a text from him he was on his phone and then he looked like put his phone away he went to the bathroom she wound up getting a text while he was away in the bathroom and part of me is like I don't believe this like I know New York is like a small island but I'm like how is this possible like how are you gonna see the same guy you're dating at like a bar on a Saturday but it happened It was a guy she was dating. And I don't know what happened. You have to like fill me in on this part because I did go to the bathroom. I come back. The guy is sitting at our table. So what what did I miss? Okay, so let me give a few more details. So I was actually like in the middle of Kat and my roommate. So I had this whole event unfolding on two sides. Half of it was me filling in Kat. Half of it was freaking out with my roommate because we're literally out on the weekend and the guy she's dating is on a date in front of her. When does this happen? More often than you'd think in New York City. But I'm sitting there, we're going back and forth, like she's evaluating what he's wearing, the hair, the glasses. (laughs) I've seen him maybe once in my life before. So I'm like, you know what? I'm like, okay, like it does kind of look, it looks a little bit like, but like, I'm like, would he wear that shirt? Like, do we think Mm. we're not, we're not trying to believe it. And also we're looking at this person that he's with and I'm asking is that a family member like is that his aunt like is she was like older the other girl right she was older like I got mid-30 vibes to be honest so I was not thinking it was a date because we're younger we're in our 20s it just and I just didn't get the vibe from him that he would have been pursuing older women so (laughs) I was kind of doubting the situation but the second I saw his text message pop up on her phone and looked at him and saw that this guy across the way was looking down at his phone texting the second she got a text I 
could not believe it. Clearly, he was having a bad date and started reaching out to her. So she was starting to get texts being like, where are you at? What are you up to? It was a Saturday night. So he's like trying to make new plans while already on his date. Oh, and God. what happened when Kat went to the bathroom was he asked, where are you at? And my roommate told him the name of the place. Obviously, he realized he was at the exact same place. He oh got up to walk his date out, had to walk directly past our table. Right, because we were her, like right by the door. She was sitting on the outside of our booth. So he oh had to God, walk right. directly past her. He literally had the guts to reach out and squeeze her shoulder to like acknowledge her. And then he kept walking his feet <gasps> out and he literally turned right back around and comes in and up to the booth and up to her. And then the bouncer there for the place goes up to him and was like, hey, like, were you just in here like checking on him because they were taking IDs at the door and yeah. it became super awkward. Like he's like arguing with the bouncer to be like, yeah, I was in here. I was in here. Like, I'm just coming to this table now. I'm like, is this happening I, how did I miss all of this? Oh my God, I just went to take a quick pee. So like he sits down at the table with her and he's embarrassed as he should be. I honestly can't should. believe that he came back to sit down. But he sits down and he looks at her and goes, I can't even look you in the eyes right now. And I am just sitting there like literally we were out and taco zaddy was there i just try to make conversation with taco <laughs> zaddy because like i feel awkward and i can't handle the situation this was so sloppy and so messy <laughs> and the worst part was at the end of the night like cat and taco zaddy are leaving i am ready to go home i look over at my roommate and i'm like okay i'm going now and my roommate <laughs> looks at me and is like okay bye and this girl goes home with him <laughs> at the end of the night. I'm like, I no, can't. sis. <laughs> I'm dying right now because I was, yes, I was there. But I'm telling you, I missed so much of what was going on because I've had one too many drinkies. All I remember, like, I do know I came back from the bathroom. I looked at my boyfriend. I'm like, who is that guy? Like, that's the real guy. Like, that's the guy. Like, it clicked because I, pardon me, you know, I just didn't believe it. I was like, yes, there's always that possibility you can run into someone. But I was like, this is from a movie. Like, this happens in movies. You never, like, I've never heard of a friend, like, running into either somebody she's seeing or dating with, like, her friends. And then, like, this guy's, like, on another date, you know? It just, like, like crazy. Yeah. So, and honestly, this was the first time I was introduced to him. And oh, he got my, my name God. wrong. He called me oh, Miriam. <laughs> So apparently I looked like I should be like at home sewing and not like out in a bar. Um, not a great first impression, I must say. I am not hoping that this relationship progresses in any type of way because I have the ick now. It just, it gave me the ick. And that is our mess of the week. And it's really just kicking off our topic of bad dates. Because let me tell you, in New York City, we all have them. So Kat, why don't you tell me some of the worst dates that you've been on? Oh God, girl, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know. It kind of, it goes back way back when. I haven't had many bad dates, thankfully. 
Um, I would say I have maybe like two or three that I'm kind of like, oh God, like this will always stay in my mind either because of something I said, something the other person said, something I did or something that just turned me off about the other person that just made the whole day or the whole night just go south. First, let's bring it back to when I was in college. You know, college is baby cat. Baby cat was so young, so naive. That was when I was dating older daddies. And yes, I was before my splendid daddy when I was just kind of like getting in there and like seeing what these older men really had to offer. You were like, it's the wrinkles for me. It's the wrinkles for me. It's the salt and pepper, always salt and pepper. So this guy took me out to like a Chinese restaurant in the Upper East Side where I went to college. Really great restaurant. While we were there, like three guys from the NBA were like having dinner across from us. And I was like, oh my God, like, is this real? Like, I don't. I couldn't believe this. I was like, these guys are basketball people and I'm eating dinner here. Anyway, besides that story, we were sitting down. He's like just getting to know me and like asking me questions. So I was answering the questions and the guy goes, you like talking about yourself a lot. And I was like, what? I was like, no, you were asking me. I was like, you're literally asking me things like to me. Like, what do I do at school? Where do I like all of these, like not super personal, but just questions to get to know me like on the surface. So what I'm going to say, like, I don't want to talk about me. Let me, like, talk back about you. Then stop asking questions, homie. Also, it's like, you're not giving me a chance to ask you something. Yeah, it was just one after one, like, and shooting me fire. talk about myself. Like, this is not a job interview. Relax. Yes. And let so me say weird. something. It was so weird. And I was, like, young and, like, not obviously, like, I have not gone on many, like, dates, especially with older guys when I was in school. So it was pretty new. So I just was not sure really how to react or how to like hold a conversation with somebody. But at this point, he wasn't even giving me the opportunity to hold a conversation. It was just, what color do you like? What do you like to eat? Like back and forth type of questions. And it just, it was a lot. So for then him to come back at me and be like, you like to talk about yourself? Well, you know what? Yes, I do. Because I'm probably the hottest person here. You are lucky to be eating dinner with me right now. Crazy. (laughs) I wound up leaving. I got an Uber because I also remember I was wearing like heeled boots just to be like super hot and they hurt my feet. So I wound up getting my own Uber and it was really weird. We left it at that. Yeah, he does sound a little weird. Rude of him to think that you're self-absorbed because you're not. I would have shut the date down right then and there. Yeah, I mean, I made sure I ate all my food. That's of course. definitely one you, thing. <laughs> you order a couple more plates and just like scoop them in a box to go at that point. You're like, oh, thank you. And then you just yeah. run out on the check and you're like, thanks for the breakfast and the dinner. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for the two meals at once. But that was pretty, you know, like we ended up, that was a pretty traumatic experience. But I continue to date like we all do. We keep finding other men to waste our time. Have there been worse? I feel like there, I feel like that's not even that bad. Like I'm thinking about my stories right now and I'm like, Ooh, is it, is it me? (laughs) (laughs) It's me. Girl, it's you. It's you. I gotta say it's you. Well, maybe like I have this like one date that I actually went on. You know, the person that I went out to date with, this was somebody who worked in the area that we used to work at together. And Um, this was, I would guess this is a date that like a couple of people did welcome us 
or they kind of help support us go out together. Yeah, we we thought he was a nice guy, so we were just like, yeah, yeah like like see what the vibe is, see what happens. Um, also. Like, we worked in the same vicinity, but it wasn't, like, close enough to home for you to, like, right. really have it mess you up if things didn't go well. So, like, I don't know. We were all supportive of it, like, me and the other coworkers that yeah. were close. But, yeah, talk more about that date and how that went. Yeah, with all the support, you know, anytime somebody tells me to go on a date, like, fine, what's there to lose? Right. So, we did go out on this little date after work. We met out just... To walk and I'm vegan so he's like we're gonna go to Bear Burger in the Upper West Side meanwhile there's one in the area that we used to work at but he's like let's take the walk and go so I love to walk so I you know was having a good time just having good conversation we get to that location girl it wasn't even open they were just building that location. <laughs> I've done that. Honestly, I've done that. I've picked places and we got there and they've been closed. And what? then, you know, I just bat my eyelashes and like flip my <laughs> hair and I'm like, okay, so this was plan A, but don't worry, there's plan B and C. And if all that's bad, there's D, but it's not yours. So. Oh, <laughs> I can't. Well, I did not have a plan A, B, C, or I definitely was not getting the D from that. Because he was like, let's just go to Whole Foods across the street. And I'm a simple gal. So that was not something that, like, turned me off. Like, you can take me to Burger King. Of Honestly, course, vegan, my so best I date. I going to eat that. I'm going to say my best date was at a Wendy's as a vegan. But yeah. we're not here to talk about that. I will say, like, girls like are not always things. that complicated. Just show them a good time. But continue. Right. It's about the good time and the conversation. So going to Whole Foods, I was able, he let me like pick out everything I wanted. You know, those boxes are like pretty expensive when you wind up making your own little Whole Foods kit. So we did that. We ate at Whole Foods. I got a dessert, of course. I got a cookie and I really love the Whole Foods cookies. And we're talking. We leave Whole Foods. Um, We go to walk to another park. I'm pretty sure this is like Central Park. I really have no idea where I'm at in New York, even though lived here been here all my life I just don't know what part we're at but we're it's at okay park. we won't put geography <laughs> on you that's fine don't put the geography the New York geography on me but we're at a park we're sitting on a bench and we're having conversation about like our past and like dates and stuff like that and it was really emotional once because I started crying like don't talk to me about past dates or my ex because that was just like a really traumatic thing for me and while we're out on this date, I had just, I haven't really, like, officially ended things with my ex. We were just, like, on an off period. So oh, it, it was, was off. It was off. I mean, it was always off. Everyone knew off from the you. beginning. It's okay. Exactly. So it was just, like, really weird talking about this with somebody. And he was okay. He was like, like, cry, you can cry about it. But I was just emotional because sharing that with somebody. I didn't share all the details, of course, but I did share how I was, like, disappointed in myself. So yeah, that's that's a big conversation. And sometimes like that stuff just comes out. And unfortunately, it's on a first date with someone you barely yeah. know. But I mean, that can be a good or bad thing. Like sometimes when you're that vulnerable with people like a either it makes them like you more and it opens up continuing to get to know each other or mm-hmm. they just like get scared of like your honesty and your vulnerability and they shut it down and they're like oh my gosh like never again and usually we get called crazy let me tell you we're not crazy we are emotional we we're have emotions emotional. 
And Mm -hmm. some of us do feel them and we don't deserve to be labeled crazy for that. Nobody should and everybody should embrace their feelings. And sometimes that's crying on a first date. It happens. (laughs) Part of me wishes that crying did scare him away because let me tell y'all, it did not. It just made... I, it made him just like care and want to be with me more and I was just not into it. So it got really awkward, really awkward, really quick. Yeah, I will say because I also knew this individual and I was kind of hearing from both sides. Like, I feel like we had like a pretty like open relationship where like he would talk to me about his life. So when I did see him, it was kind of odd to have you both dating because I would see him and then usually it would just be like, oh, like talking about like this fun thing that I'm doing or like this person that I'm dating that I have no clue who it is. But then it was you. And I did have him say to me, like, I'm just like older and I'm like looking like to settle down for someone who knows exactly what they want. And like, I think that like Kat's a great girl, but Kat is just like younger and like still figuring things out. And I remember yeah. that, but he was always very nice, Um, like never always. really put you down, at least in front of me. So that was a thing. Um, Yeah, <laughs> but try not to cry on your first date. Yeah, I mean, it's. But if it happens, he was like a really great person. If it happens, if you cry, let it out, sis. But it just wasn't for us. I think at that time, maybe what was this like two years ago? I was definitely at like a different page in my life. So oh yeah, I was looking for different things, the wrong things, and we all sometimes I still do. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. we've done a lot of work. Um, I still need work. (laughs) Okay, girl, you're a work in progress. Everybody's a work in progress. Exactly, and. I think that's the best. It's part good about to be life. in progress. Yeah. Exactly. Like you should never be stagnant. Like I never want you to just be like, okay, I reached the peak of my life or the relationship that I want. And you just kind of like sit there and just plateau. Yeah, no, that is not for me. But I feel like my dating history is just so insane that it is. I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm sorry, honestly, but it is. honestly, I just feel like you lucked out, like, because you haven't dated as much as some people in New York have dated, especially since, like, honestly, Kat is a little bit outside of the city, so it's not, like, mm-hmm. the Manhattan crazy slash Brooklyn. I used to be a Manhattan girl, used to only date mainly, like, Manhattan guys, maybe the occasional Staten Islander. Oh, my God, you even went to Staten Island? There was a Staten Island moment for the right person for the right one. All the New York boys, you know, I might have dipped my toe in Long Island. Um, (gasps) Yeah, you did. You did. You you did. (laughs) But mainly, mainly, I was like Manhattan, and then I moved to Brooklyn, and I was like, honestly, these Brooklyn boys have like a little bit of swag. So they're so artsy. Yeah, that caught like more of my interest. I was like, okay, Brooklyn is where it's at, but Manhattan, like, crazies and. Honestly, I was out the other day and I was just like sitting by the water by myself. That's kind of like my after work routine as I try to get like fresh air. And I'm like listening to these friends and they're talking about dating and it's a guy and a girl and the guy is talking about dating females. And I literally am listening to the conversation and the girl's like, yeah, but like the last one you went on, like she was married, like this one just does drugs. So it's, it's like, it's better. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, listening silently to this conversation because I'm like oh my god I'm like 
literally that's something I'd get from someone is like, at least he's not married. Like, I get it. He just does drugs. Yeah. So it's wild here. And that made me feel a little better about myself. So I will say some of my crazy stories. I had an older man phase as well. And I was just looking for maturity and Dating older men taught me that Mm -hmm. it does not matter how old they are. Maturity happens because of like experiences and circumstances. And if they haven't had the right experiences in life or circumstances, they're not going to be mature and they could be 83. So yeah, that taught me not to look for older men if I want someone mature because it still won't happen. My example of that is... One time I ended up going out with this guy that was 35. He was pretty wealthy. He was like set a businessman. He took me to this place called the Nomad and it's like very bougie. Like I'm walking in there. I'm looking at like the guys and like the girls that are out and I'm like half of these girls could potentially be sugar babies. So I'm like having my sugar baby moment without like really even looking for it. I'm like, okay, what is going to happen? So we just get a drink. We're like making small talk. We both see that we can keep a conversation with each other. And then he's like, okay, like, would you like to sit down at a table and do dinner? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like he seems pretty normal. Maybe I'm slightly bored. We sit down at the table and then he just gets into the story about going to Las Vegas with his buddies And he's talking about the strippers. He's talking about the hooking up. He's like giving me like details about like a threesome. He's just going in and he's like explaining that they ended up getting kicked out of the hotel they were staying in in Vegas because I guess his like best friend was messing with the bouncers. I don't know if he was like talking to like the bouncers like girl or something or if he was like trying to cheat people out of money. But basically, the hotel ended up coming for them and he woke up to a squad of security busting in through his hotel room door, wakes up to his best friend asleep at like their hotel like kitchen table with a laptop out in front of him and completely naked. And this guy is just like seeing like his best friend in the state and like all these people coming through the door to like get them out of the hotel. And as he's like telling me this story and I'm just like picturing like this naked grown man zonked out in front of a laptop, the very guy he's talking about pulls up a chair and sits down at our table with us. And I, one, I couldn't believe the story I was hearing. Never mind the main character of the story pulling up a chair and sitting down with us on our date. And now because because of my, the experience I've had, I'm like, was this plan? Like, are are they trying? Right. Are they trying to Is this like, something that they do? Are they trying to hook up with the same girl? Are they Yeah. Are they a couple? Like, are they looking for a third? <laughs> oh my god. Because trust yeah. me, I've been just out like at the end of nights at the clubs and people have come up to me like couples and asked me to come home with both of them. Like This is unfortunately normal things you experience in New York. And I'm talking about experiences, stuff like when I was like going out at 18, like in the clubs and all that, like it's a different kind of place when you're 
in the relationship pool, in the dating world, like anything here. So I honestly don't even know how I got out of that date. I just remember that I saw a window of opportunity. His friend did eventually leave our table and I was just like, I think I'm all set like with drinks and everything. It's getting late and I shut it down and like... (laughs) Good for you. Literally, I think he tried to like kiss me when I was getting my own Uber because at that point I was just like, I need to get out of here and I'm going to do that as quick as I can. So he like tried to kiss me and I ducked out of it. I was like, this is just like, I I don't even know how after all that, like you thought that was where this was heading. But I will say that's like one of my worst my other worst was when I ended up in Jersey and you know you know by saying ended up in Jersey is just not gonna go well but yeah I met girl this nothing guy. in Jersey I met this guy we had a really nice first date and the second date he it was a weekend he was like hey you should come out with me and I was like okay where and he was like I'm in Jersey with a few friends like would you want to come out and at the time my friend was dating a guy who lived in Jersey and they were actually on their way to go out in Jersey. So I was like, oh, I could just tag along with them, like meet up with them. And then it will be like a whole night. Like that's fun because I had no plans anyway. So I am getting to the address that this guy sends me to meet up and it's a frat house, a full on frat house. And at this point, I'm like in my last year of college, Also, my college did not have frats. Like, we were a dry campus. There was no such thing as a frat. Um, Like, nobody partied. Not in the college, like, scene. We were all out at the clubs or at the bars. That's where you had to do it. So, this is my first time really experiencing any of this. And I'm walking into a frat hole full of guys that I don't know. And there's maybe, like, one or two girls there that are the girlfriends of some of the guys there. And... Like everybody's drinking. He walks up to me right away and like gets me a drink. Like everyone was super welcoming to me. And then all of a sudden they're pulling out like hundred dollars and like doing coke off the counters. And then he looks at me and he's like, oh wait, oh wait, do you mind this? And I'm like, well, you're already doing it. So even if I did, it kind of, kind of doesn't matter now. Yeah. Kind of doesn't matter. Like you just asked after the fact. So I was like, you know what? You go for it. You get your nose in there. I'll be over here. (laughs) That's not my thing. So, like, after that, everyone's getting ready to leave to, like, start going bar hopping. And the girls don't come with us. So I'm the only girl at this point. And there's, like, eight other guys. I don't know. They were complaining that they were tired. They were in sweatpants, too. Like, they weren't even looking like they were ready to go anywhere. So I just, like, broke out with them. And we're bar hopping. And this guy is, like, doing a lot of drugs, like drinking heavy. I start pouring shots over my shoulder to look like I'm keeping up. But at this point, I know this isn't the greatest situation for me to not be like sober. So I'm just like trying to get to a point where I can call my friend and be like, hey, where are you guys? Like, I'm ready. I'm ready to leave or I'm ready to spend the rest of the night with you all. This guy ends up getting so bad off that like He forgets that I'm there and that we're on a date and he starts trying to pick up other girls at the bar we're at in front of me. So at this point, I'm sitting at the bar alone next to these two old men and they're looking at me and they're like, why are you out alone on the weekend? And I was like, oh, I'm not. 
that's my date. And I point over to the table that my date's at talking to like three other women with his friend. And they look at me and they're like, do you want a beer? So this this nice guy is just like, you know what? She's having a bad night. So I'm like, you know what? I will drink a beer with you right here. It's like, yes, let's do it. So they become my best friends. They're just like giving me life advice, like all of their wisdom. I'm just like enjoying my time because I'm like, I know, like I know my worth. And at this point, I'm just babysitting this dude because I am concerned. And all of a sudden, like he's like on his way out and I'm like watching him because he has to walk past me to leave. And I'm just like watching him. And then he like sees me and he's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, hi. And then <sighs> like something happens and everything just ended up hitting him. Like I follow him out. He's like stumbling he just like really lost it. I was like, he's not going to be able to get home. All of his friends left him. Oh my just, God. Like, what about the three oh. girls? Like, did the three girls like wind they up leaving disappeared. with them? No, oh, they, they disappeared. Okay. I don't know if the girls left with the friends, but like he was on his own and he was oh, okay. unwell. So I follow him out and I'm like, okay, I need to take this phone and like get this guy's phone, get him an Uber, like get him back to his frat house. So I'm like looking at the address he sent me. I'm just like trying to figure out getting him back. He's trying to break into a closed gas station. Literally, he's pulling hard on the door. This guy was six foot two and probably like two to three hundred pounds, like this big guy. And I am tiny for people who haven't seen me in real life. I'm five feet. (laughs) So I know I look a lot taller in my photos. I've heard it, but I'm five feet tall. Five, five. Normally I do wear high heels, but I'm like (laughs) pulling him and my stilettos off this gas station door. I'm like telling him, I'm like, the alarm's going to go off. The alarm's going off. Like it, it literally, he set off the alarms and I'm like, oh my God. Meanwhile, like before he even started this, I had the Uber ordered. So I'm dragging him like away from the gas station to get into this Uber waiting for us. We probably look like we just robbed the place. I like, <sighs> I don't even know how to this day I got him into the Uber or out, but he was like dead weight and I'm just dragging him along. And I literally get into the frat house and one of his friends is on the way out and he just sees me pop in with him and he's like, oh, And I'm like, yes, like you guys are messes. Like, please take your friend. And that that really does happen to you out here. I guess I should stick to dinner dates. I shouldn't be that adventurous. But yes, especially going all the way to Jersey. Lessons are learned. You do learn like leave Jersey and Jersey and don't go there. Exactly. Wait, so did you ever like wind up texting this guy the next day or has he ever like texted you like the following day after? I will say I do really good to try not to ghost even if it wasn't great. Um, Even if we just go on one date or even if like you do something really bad, like I don't like to ghost. I like to just like say it like it is, be upfront and honest. And honestly, I think a mutual ghosting happened here because I just left. He was like, I'll text you later. I was like, okay, yeah. Didn't really want him to. Like, didn't think he would remember anything. And like, he never reached out to me again. And I was completely fine with it. Yeah, you were like, okay, with that, I do not want to see this guy again. It's crazy because you did not expect to be taking care of a guy at all. I mean, it happens more than you'd think. I think like I have been on a lot of dates actually where 
you know, guys just start knocking them back and you're like, okay, like he's drinking, drinking. Like this isn't a social thing. Like he's, he's getting mm. messed up. And yeah. that's, that's when like, I always slow down my drinking. Cause I'm like, okay, like, let me watch this. And I think that's also taught me that I try to like really get away from dates that are centered around like a bar or getting drinks because one, I don't like drunk chemistry. It's a real thing. It will make you go on way too many dates when you shouldn't have. So you I need agree. to cut that out. So like I get the drinks thing for the first date. It's like quick and easy, no commitment. But like this by the second date, I'm usually like trying to get away from drinking and do like an activity or like just coffee or like lunch, like something more normal. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe doing drinks on the first date is one that's like casual and it's not a place where you're going to be like with your friends on like a Friday, Saturday night where you're going to be drinking more. You know, you're going out to meet one person for a drink. You want to have a little casual moment. It's easy conversation when you're sipping something. If you are interested, then let's do something where there's like an activity or you get to see me like eating dinner. We can have a little bit more serious conversation. So I think that's a really good point. We have had some messy dates. Listening back to yours, for sure, you top the cake with that. I I can't really match that, thankfully. Thankfully, my messes or like my really messy dates are not that messy because your last one going to Jersey, I'm I'm so sorry that happened to you. I'm sorry that happened to me too. (laughs) I tried to have like a snooky moment. I was like, I just want to fist pump and act like I'm on the Jersey Shore. Like, I don't, that was my total party phase where I was just like trying to live out my reality TV dreams in real life in New York and in Jersey, of course. And let me tell you, that was not the move, but we live and we learn. That's right. You just had to experience it once. I think you need to experience everything once. And then you're like, oh snap, like this is not it. So since we had a couple of, I don't want to say like negative experiences, let's turn it around. We've had learning experiences from our past dates. What are some takeaways now that you're using when you're like dating either virtually or you are going out to meet somebody for a drink? What are your methods to dating so that they're not all messy? Okay, so I will say I used to be awful. I remember I was like into serial dating. I think there was like one time where it was like a two month span and we counted and I had been on like 40 dates. So girl, what? Yes. I let me like oh I got goodness. out of a long term relationship and I hit the ground running when it came to dating. Wow. You really did. <laughs> I went on dates with these people. I was not sleeping with people because let me tell you, if I slept with everyone I went on a date with, I'd probably be like in the Guinness World yeah, you would. Record book for like mm-hmm. most bodies ever caught. So that's not me. <laughs> Most bodies ever caught. Well, I'm just saying because, like, you know, like I maybe I have like an Excel sheet, really, of who I've dated. She's tracking them all. I have to. I, I have to keep a running track of all these men, especially now with COVID. Has that not taught y'all about contact tracing? Like, take this stuff seriously. All right, ladies and boys out there, new thing: Excel spreadsheet. Everybody that you've slept with. But everybody anyway, you slept other with, than you doing dated, that, you texted. Other than doing that, tell us your tips. 
So I would say screening is very important. I think in the beginning, I was just like a yes man. Like I just said yes to everything. I didn't really look into it. I wanted the stories. I was setting myself up for failure. I didn't check the Instas. I didn't require a picture sent to me. I didn't really care about like at least maybe even getting a Snapchat to like prove that you're yourself. I didn't look up the phone number. Like I didn't do all the stalking. I wasn't on LinkedIn. Like do all of that prior to the date to because that really does give you insight about if this is somebody that you would have a good time with or you connect with or even if they are catfishing you so I think definitely upping your game on the screening process but once you've screened them don't keep cyber stalking them like please let it go please do not be on your snapchat Mm -hmm. like map looking at their location don't be like stalking their Instagram for an updated feed or looking through their tagged photos. Just relax. So that's my thing on that. And then also, I like I that you called it screening. Yeah. Like, because I mean, I straight up call it stalking. Like, I will be honest, I have stalked every single guy I dated. Do I own up to it? No, but I do need to know a little bit more about you before I actually see you in person. But like stalking, I feel like is something that continues. I think screening mm. is just like preliminary, like it's where you start. Yes. So I would I like that. screening. And then I'm also going to say other than just doing the screening, I think that you have to limit your options. So I think that in New York, it's very easy to just have like, especially on dating apps, which I'm banned from. So that's going to be a topic (laughs) for later, but it's easy to have like a hundred matches, 200 matches, a thousand matches. And people are going to ask you to come over to their apartment, to go out for drinks. Like you're going to have a constant invitation open. If you're someone who's more successful on these apps, if you're not, we're also going to help you out with that later. But there's going to be constant opportunities. And I think like limiting your swipes and your matches, like even when they cut you off at like 10 a day or whatever, like try to go less than that. Like try to only get like one. Try to, I remember at one point I decided, okay, like I'm going to have a minimum of like 10 people as my matches at all times. And I'm going to try to filter out like who works versus who doesn't. So I'm like going on better dates. So like I'm meeting people in real life that I'm actually connecting with. So I'd say definitely limiting your options. There are way too many in New York. I think that's why a lot of people also are hesitant here to get into a relationship because you're worried about missing the next best thing when the best thing's right in front of you. What about you, Kat? Do you have tips on how to get better dates or avoid bad ones? I would say... Being a little bit more specific when you are on these apps, I know not all of them are as controlled or you can't be super detailed with your profiles, but I don't want to say dating with a purpose. I want to say dating with maybe an intention. Everybody has a type. Like, I'm not going to hide that fact. Like, we can want to date or experience different types of people, but you have a type. So maybe filtering your options for something that you know you like to see in a partner because, of course, this is all physical. You're looking at a photo. So what do you like in their physical qualities or what do you like in their hobbies? Some of these apps will show you their hobbies. What type of hobbies can you find that you will be dating a person share those hobbies together? Yeah, I agree with that. I think it really is important to be 
upfront in your profile too I think like I respect even more the guys who do put straight up in words like just looking for fun or just looking for something casual Mm -hmm. like shit on them all you want call them gross but that's saving me from wasting my time on somebody who's not looking for the same thing that I'm looking for and I'm gonna be honest even when people do let me know like they're looking for something else and I think we're looking for the same thing it still hasn't worked out but at least there's a couple guys out there that make it very clear that you're not going to connect and that if you did go on a date, it would not be a good date. Let me tell you, there is always somebody out there. Now that we're dating in a pandemic, especially having this opportunity to do things virtually, everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has access to all of these apps that they can create profiles. There's apps now that you can even like double date with your best friend. So there's always going to be somebody out there who will want to have a date with you or at least just want to hang out or talk to you. So we can kind of be negative because we'll get nervous about going out on a first date or we'll just think about our past and put ourselves down how these dates don't work out and just only remember the bad ones. But coming from the queen of positivity, I wake up every morning and I meditate and I have to tell myself my life is great or else I will cry. You will have a great date. Look at yourself in the mirror, put on your makeup, your glam, and don't think about their past, the bad experiences. Think about how this is going to be your best date ever, and you will find the man that you're going to marry within a week. Okay. <laughs> I maybe always have to add the crazy, like, week you're going to get married. Okay, maybe it doesn't happen exactly like that. This is not Cinderella. Um, <laughs> so I wish. So, you know, just take it easy, make good decisions. I'm going to say it is hot girl slash hot boy summer. For many of you, that means, you know, it's going to be sizzling. For me, that just means like it's just going to be sweaty and like a mess. Like for me, it's sweaty single summer. For you all, I hope it's hot girl, hot boy summer. So get out there, take our advice narrow it down, do your screening, have more intention when you're setting up your profiles and get out on these dates. For now, Kat's probably going to go on one of hers. I'm going to take myself on one of my own and we are going to see you on episode number eight. Dangerous girl. Unpredictable.